0: and you're listening to Podcast and Amplify, a podcast for women entrepreneurs who want to amplify their voice and brand through podcasting and grow a wildly successful business. I'm the executive producer and host and an entrepreneur, and I love helping women grow their visibility, mindset and business to the next level. Each week, I share tips on how to launch and leverage your podcast and I bring on the very best business leaders to give you advice on how to build your business empire. Let's amplify your voice and business. Hey there! Welcome to Podcast and Amplify. I'm super excited to have a return guest, um, Jennifer Battle. She was on. Oh, I don't even remember the season, um, but you were on before two? Yes. Maybe <laughs> two of like two, three. I don't know. <laughs> I know they all blend together. Um, no. you came, it on was the talk-
1: best episode ever. That's what I can tell you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's
0: what I'm sure the listeners are like. Oh yeah, Jennifer, <laughs> the best episode I ever heard. Um, but you talked about community building and that mm-hmm. was really fantastic. And so I wanted to bring you back on because we had had a conversation about podcasting and I think kind of we talked a little bit about pet peeves and things like that and (laughs) I was helping you with your podcast I think at the time and maybe that's how that conversation came up and so Jennifer is getting ready to launch her podcast it's actually is out today the very first episode which is super exciting and so we'll share about that Later in the show, but today's episode, we want to dive into really podcast- guest and host etiquette (laughs) because Jennifer's been on a ton of podcasts and now she is the host of her own podcast and I have done the same. And so we were talking about things that we just kind of noticed that, you know, we would love to help people show up as best they can and just provide some feedback on things that we've experienced and that we feel like maybe on our end as hosts could do better and then guests can do better. So this is definitely not like a shaming, you know, episode (laughs) for sure. You know, we really just want to provide like feedback that could be helpful for everyone so that we all have these really fantastic experiences because being a guest on a podcast is amazing and being the host of a podcast is also amazing. Um, But Jennifer, welcome to the show and tell us a little bit about yourself and your podcast if you want.
1: Hey, well, thank you, Kristen. And it's wonderful to be back again. Definitely one of my favorite podcasts and my podcast player. You're queued up every time there's a new episode. So I'm excited to be on again. I'm Jennifer Battle and uh, I am a connector. I bring leaders together so that we can uh, collaborate and create greater impact in this world. And it sounds like a big bold statement and it is and one of the ways that I do that is through my community called Success Revolution Society. Kristen is a part of that. We've got some amazing other leaders in there and we are doing some really cool things. And yeah, there's going to be some new programs coming out in the next year or so. And then I recently as Kristen said today, woohoo, my podcast Unfuck with the Bulls come out. And yes, that is the name and it's Got a weird spelling and everything, but you know, I couldn't just be normal like uh, other folks. It's just not my style. So yeah, I absolutely love podcasting both as a guest, as a host. I've had some amazing guests so far and uh, certainly still learning as a host. And so when Kristen, when you suggested this episode, I'm like, oh, this is great because since I've been on so many podcasts, there have been some hosts who've done some really great creative things. I listen to a lot of podcasts because I love the medium. um, And I've heard some guests do some great things. And I know what I really enjoy listening to as a a listener for guests. So this is really exciting. But uh, yeah, I just love the idea of a medium where one can use their voice. And I think that's been a A huge theme in my life is speaking up, using my voice to create change and impact. So thank you for the invitation.
0: Yeah, thank you for being here. And, you know, I feel like it's great that, you know, I've been doing this for a minute and (laughs) you're just starting so we can bring these perspectives to this conversation. So let's dive into, I think we're going to start with what do we like to see from a host? Like, as guests on podcasts, what are the things that we feel are successful and create a really good experience? And what are the things that can feel like it's weighing down the podcasting, being a guest on a podcast? so i'll I'll kick it off with, I guess it's really around like communication. Like there is a really fine balance between getting absolutely zero communication. And you're kind of like, okay, this is on the calendar and fingers crossed that when I hit the zoom link, <laughs> uh, someone else <laughs> will be there to interview me because you've gotten zero communication. And then I've also been on the other side where I've gotten so many emails, so many reminders. One person whose podcast I was a guest on, I mean, there was this whole, it was, I, I felt like it would have been four pages if it was printed out. Wow. Um, <laughs> long email of like, this is who I am as a host. And this is my expectations of you and and just so much information and so many links of like, go to this place and upload this, but then go here and make sure you do this. And I just felt like it was so overwhelming. Mm. that I was like, there's got to be a way to like dial this back. So I don't know if you've experienced the same thing in terms of, you know, the communication either being like way too much or way too little.
1: (laughs) I've had some sparse communication in the past that Feeling of like, man, I hope this person is here. <laughs> <I click laughs> yes. link. I've had that. It's been a while. And, you know, I definitely think there, you know, I think what you're hitting at is you want to make it easy for both the host and the guest. So it's like, give them the appropriate amount of reminders, but like, don't scare them <laughs> with a, you know, 17 page document. As a new podcast host, one of the things that's been so helpful in making sure I have the right communication and first, you know, disclaimer, you helped me with all of this, but also just um, automating some of it. So, you know, as soon as someone clicks on the link, uh, let the thing pop up so that there doesn't have to be 16 million emails back and forth to schedule the interview. And then if you're, you know, put some automation in there for a reminder (laughs) in a decent amount of time. 12 reminders might be a little overkill. But yeah, I do think the communication before the podcast is key because you want the guests to feel excited. You want them it to be top of mind and you want them to be like ready to engage with you. You don't want them to be like, oh, my gosh, what else is this person saying? And you don't want them like out waiting, hoping, crossing their fingers that something's going to happen. So I think that's a great suggestion. Um, having that great, easy communication, giving them enough information to feel comfortable without being overwhelming. Yeah. Um, yeah. I
0: think too, it's like, how would you want to be communicated to, you know, just always keeping that in mind. And I love your suggestion of, yes, automation is key. We should be having forms. We should be having forms that click to links where they can schedule their own time.
1: Like, Links those that should be <laughs> <laughs> that work. Exactly. That's my own experience. I had a bad link and I'm like, oh crap. <laughs> you know
0: what? I had bad links in the beginning too. It's just like mm-hmm. all part of the process. Um, but yeah, so kind of dialing that in so that it's, like you said, it's like this enjoyable experience for everyone. And yes. also kind of like what you alluded to is having a podcast and having guests, it's such a great opportunity to build your network and to create a connection. I mm-hmm. know I tried to do that with people who come on my show and I've ended up um, like Joanne, she's in our group. Oh yeah. And I met her because I, I invited her on my podcast and now we're in this fabulous community that you <laughs> run <laughs> together. <laughs> and so like, there's just so many opportunities. So you do want to make sure that you're engaged enough, Mm -hmm. um, and you're like fostering that, those connections, it's, I think can just be like the volume of connection and (laughs) (laughs) just be mindful of that. I don't know if you had anything else.
1: Uh, not on that, but I do have another thing that as a guest, I've really, really appreciated when hosts do this, it's providing questions in advance. So as a, you know, as a guest, I've done my homework and everything, and I kind of, and I, you know, maybe I've sent a podcast pitch in or filled out a form, but it's so great to have a general sense of what someone's going to ask you, even if later they go off script, because then I can prepare as a guest and like have some really kick butt answers and um, maybe some fun stories or, you know, just make sure that I'm answering the right thing for this particular audience. So. One of the things I built into my host process is in the form when a, a guest is confirmed. I ask them a couple of things. And from there, it's like I can really pull out three or four juicy questions that I know will lead to eight million other things. And then we could have more of a relaxed conversation. But some guests are um, brand new. They're a little nervous and giving them just like a, an outline or, hey, this is what we're going to talk about or here are a couple of questions can really make that uh, interview feel really good versus something sounding stiff or awkward. So sometimes when a host complains like, oh, I had a guest and they didn't really know what to do, I'm like, but were they prepped? Were they ready? Did you, did right. you give them something to do, uh, to give them something to prepare for? And uh, so those questions in advance are so key. They're so important to a really juicy, good interview.
0: Absolutely. I 100% agree. And that was one of my things too, is when a host doesn't send questions or at least an outline and you're just kind of left wondering, like, I think I know how this is going to go. I've obviously am aware of what their show is about, but I'm not quite sure. And that can make anyone nervous, even like the most prepared person. And I've been on few podcasts at this point. And so I think I'm in the, you know, group that's more comfortable just kind of speaking off the cuff, but Mm -hmm. even so it's still nice to have a roadmap. And also for me, like being an empathetic person, I just would never have someone on and not give them questions because even that slight chance that, They are someone who's kind of new and, you know, it's like, for me, I'm just covering all my bases by sending questions and thinking about that person who might be new or nervous. And I like to have all different kinds of people on my show, like people who are new to speaking about their topic and people who are seasoned. Um, But I kind of like being that gateway person you know, for some guests, because I know it can be scary and intimidating. And I'm like, if I can just guide you through this and support you and give you what you need, you know, then it will help you with the next time. I just want people to have really good experiences. So they keep going. Um, but yeah, I totally agree with you about the the questions in advance. I just think it's like a nice thing to do and you're going to do them anyways, so you might as well, you know, kind of get it together enough to at least send them like a day before. It doesn't have to be like weeks in advance even. Yeah. Um. Okay. So anything, oh, you had something really great Um. around oh, like yeah. how to, like, how can hosts make it easier to help promote the show that, that you're on? Oh,
1: yeah. I mean. Some of the things I've seen from hosts and some of the interviews and podcast experiences I've enjoyed the most, the host made sure that there was we partnered together in the promotion of the interview. So I know that I'm going to send stuff out to my email list and put it on my social media. But um, I really enjoyed when hosts did things like, oh, let's also do an IG story takeover or a mini um, live interview, just something that keeps the episode like exciting and hot and in front of people's audiences and so in addition to the normal social media sharing or sharing out on an email list i've had some really great like story takeovers linkedin live videos instagram live that kind of thing and so it gives us more opportunity to get people excited about the podcast episode and so that was something that i would love to incorporate into my own process As I release episodes.
0: Yeah, that's such a great point. You know, make it easy for people to help you promote the episode. And I've had a couple hosts just kind of not really tell me when the episode was being published. And I'm kind of like, wait a minute, I, I could have helped you promote that or and I and I get like, people are busy. But I think you're so right. Like including people in that process of promotion mm-hmm. is only going to benefit everyone and the episodes going to get it's like why have people on if you're not going to leverage their audience mm-hmm. as well. So
1: yeah, just getting that little bit of advanced notice. I love um, that. And it doesn't have to be like 17 weeks in advance. But even if you don't have an exact date when someone tells me hey i am uh going to put this out this the third week of of the month that's even helpful because then i can have something queued up in my content calendar knowing that okay i'm going to reserve you know a day or two here to make sure that i'm talking about this podcast episode where i was guest so Yeah. When the host provides advanced notice and great, you know, promo materials and wants to partner with you on the promotion. It's just, you're right. It's a win-win for everybody.
0: Okay. So we talked about what we like and don't like as guests on podcasts. And so let's pivot to what do we like about how our guests show up and, you know, make it a good experience for us and not so, so difficult. Um, So my thing is please listen to at least one episode (laughs) of my podcast before you pitch me and before you come on, like I get a lot of people are trying to like pitch themselves to as many podcasts as possible, but actually I don't know how many, how people get on podcasts if they don't have a good pitch. And I don't think you can have a good pitch if you don't really understand the show. So I'm not sure how that's not happening. But
1: because sometimes the people who pitch are not the people who interview. True. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, definitely. Like sometimes you can tell there's a whole team. So yeah, listen to an episode. If I send you questions, read them. Or at least have your team read them. Because um, I have had, it's only happened once where I've had someone come on and I was like, they have never listened to an episode. They think this is going to go differently. Like, <laughs> I think they thought it was more like, I'm going to tell my story. Mm. And there is some storytelling in the beginning of my episodes, typically. But most of it is, let's give the audience some some valuable tips and tools that they can learn. But I think this person hadn't listened and I don't think they looked at the questions either. So that's a really important thing, you know, when the guest comes prepared and Mm -hmm. understanding who they're talking to and who their audience is. And so I know you have thoughts about that too.
1: Yeah, I definitely have some things to add to that because I, um, in my new podcast host life, have mostly been interviewing people i know really well and they have come so prepared they know me they know the podcast they know the feeling that i want for my audience and they have come so incredibly prepared that their interviews are just fire and if they didn't know i mean they could kind of know me but if they didn't do their homework they didn't read what I wanted to achieve with this podcast, they they could have gone a different way and the interviews would have been fine, but they wouldn't have been great. These first few interviews are great. And actually to tack on to the be prepared thing, I always tell people have a few really good stories in your back pocket. Podcasting is one of those mediums where people are like listening and they even if they want to be educated, they want to be entertained or they want to like lose themselves in the conversation so having some good relatable let me stress that relatable stories especially if your host is awesome and sent you an outline or questions have a few stories in your back pocket like it helps um give more color and depth and insight to the content that you're providing and it also helps you show off your personality as a guest and it just makes for um, a much richer podcast interview
0: Yeah, and I'm not surprised that you brought this up because you are very good at that, Uh, you know, about uh, having stories. That's something that I really appreciated when I was interviewing you. I'm like, oh, she has these stories in her back pocket that she can just pull out. And and it actually, not only did it make it more engaging, it made it more succinct Mm. because you were telling the right story that perfectly illustrated your point. <laughs> And like you really had it down. Um, so I really appreciate that and that you, you bring that up because it is just a really great way to create like a compelling episode mm-hmm. um, for listeners. So I love that. And you guys can go listen to episode 80 and hear Jennifer's stories. <laughs> so I found that real quick. <laughs> Um, so the last thing that I have is having the response after every question asked be good question.
1: That's a good question, person. <laughs> good
0: question. Good question. Good question. Um, and then, you know, answering the question. So. I get that a lot of people use this as sort of like a buffer to, you know, especially if you're feeling nervous, it gives you time to sort of like get into your answer or think a little bit before you respond. But I've heard people literally use it after every question. So that kind of takes away its meaning and really only say it when someone's asked you a good question because it's more impactful. I have a rule for myself where I'll only use it once in a conversation, in an interview, um, because I do want to give myself that if I do need the buffer or if it's a actually really good question to be able to use it, but just over-reliance on it. I've heard people use it for every question and I'm just like, that's meaningless at this point point. Um.
1: <laughs> it gets old fast. And while most podcasts are edited, so I always tell people if you need some time to think about your answer, just pause. I can edit out a pause or I can edit out. ooh, let me think about that. <laughs> I mean, so there's no re- we all have our verbal ticks. I know I do, especially now that I'm editing podcasts. I definitely hear you're hearing
0: all of that, all, aren't you? Of, the, yes. all of that stuff.
1: <laughs> So there is a, a lot of editing on my part, no, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, it's it's okay to pause and just think of a response if you need some time. And if it is a good question, that's a great question. Or wow, nobody's ever, at least switch up the verbiage. <laughs> nobody's ever asked me that before, as long as it's the truth. Um, I'm gonna add one one more thing because this is something that Um, Actually, I've seen from this is here's a bonus one. I've seen it from hosts and from guests. Thankfully, not any of my podcast guests. So don't get this in your head. People don't cancel really respect the other person's time. Typically, podcasts are created on an editorial calendar. So this person is either the host is either batching their episodes, or um, they have a carefully timed symphony. And things happen. I'm not saying if you don't have an emergency, don't cancel, but I've just seen people be really willy-nilly with others' time. And to me, that kind of shows a lack of respect to your guest or a lack of respect to the host. Um, I've been uh, booked for podcasts that were canceled and rescheduled and at, at like three times and after the third time, I'm like, never mind, because my time is valuable. So, yeah, that's that's my thing. Unless there's a real emergency, you, you just stick to that podcast um, time, whether you're the host or the guest. And so that's my my bonus one, because I just know how important it is uh, for production and timing. And of course, things happen, but just respect the other person.
0: Yeah. I I love that. You know, when I first started podcasting, I would get so devastated when people would cancel on me. (laughs) And now I've gotten more used. Well, people don't usually cancel, but then the odd time that they do, I definitely take it less personally, but it is still hard because you've dedicated that time you've prepped. um, And then if you're a guest, you know, you're ready, you're prepared. And so it's just a little jarring when you're expecting to like. Be interviewed or have an interview type conversation and not, you know, have be have the person be unavailable last minute. So that's a great one. I'll share a bonus one as well. And then this is more for the host. You know, I really like it when hosts let me know what the editing situation is. You reminded me of that. So I do tell people, you know, if you need a minute or if you need to start over, um, that's available to you. And I'll, you know, edit things out, just let me know, raise your hand or just say, let me do that over and people really appreciate it. And I do as well as a guest, just knowing like, what, what are my boundaries? Do I have to get it right in the first, like, is someone going to hear this without it being edited? I would really like to know that. (laughs) And then I'd also like to know what's going to be edited and and what my parameters are. So I think that's a really nice thing to do as a host for your guests. Um, Just give them that sense of like, I want you to show up. I want you to sound your best. I am invested in you showing up the best way that you can to our listeners. And this is what I'm offering to you. Not that everyone has to offer editing, but... I know I definitely do and, and let people, I think they just feel supported, you know? Yes,
1: and such a great one. And now I'm like laughing because I have two little stories about editing. <laughs> that, but I, the best editing situation there, it was so cool. This person I interviewed with seasoned podcaster and had come up with this great system with who, her podcast editor. So if I made a mistake, or she made a mistake, it was like a snap, snap or clap, clap. So the person listening knew exactly where to edit out that issue. And I'm like, so all of a sudden she'd be talking and I'd hear, and I'm like, oh, what? (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, another podcast person told me that, and I I can't remember exactly why, I'm sure it has to do with the way they were recording the soundtracks, was like, when I was asked a question to wait three seconds before I started to answer because they wanted that pause in between and they would were manipulating that so that was great because i knew exactly how things would go i knew if i screwed up what to say and even with my guests i said hey if you want to start over just pause like give me a little space in the editing and then just restate what you say um, is what you want to say correctly or however you want to correct yourself. So that's such a great tip. That's a good bonus one. Now I'm jealous. My dumb <laughs> cancel sounds kind of booty now.
0: <laughs> no, I like it. I like it. Yeah. You know, respecting people's time is really important. Um, but yeah, I love that giving the space and actually you reminded me of something I was thinking of well, when we were talking about like good question and, you know, giving the pause. Well, it sounds like in your example, they actually wanted that pause worked in, you know, from an editing standpoint. I also think too, sometimes pauses are helpful to people. Like, don't be afraid of the pregnant pause Mm -hmm. because sometimes we're just barreling through the information that we're trying to give. But when we can kind of slow down, maybe put in a pause, that gives people time to process And I think so many of us are afraid of dead air and like not having anything to fill all the time. But we're not on radio shows. Like we can take our time on podcasts and we can set the pace. And sometimes that can include silences. And sometimes people like that. So that's always say, don't be afraid of, you know, the pause uh, and including that in there. You're giving yourself space sometimes, but you're also giving your listener space as well so uh,
1: you're so, so smart that's why they pay you the big bucks for podcast coaching <laughs> You're so <funny.
0: laughs> um i appreciate that um speaking of podcasting mm. so i think we're wrapping up here i th- hope that we've given you know listeners some things to think about in terms of how to show up as a guest how to show up as a host but i really want to talk about your show because it is yeah. out today. And so give us just a summary of what it's about, who should listen, what kind of uh, guests you're inviting on, what we can expect when we uh, hit that download button.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm so glad I get a chance to talk about my, my, my baby. Um, the podcast is unfuckable and um, Kristen will know this, but I have spent what the last like year and a half vacillating back and forth with what my podcast would be. But the one thing that always stood out was the fact that I want to hear stories of more people who were doing it differently. So challenging the status quo, whether that's in their life or how they run their business. And I wanted to share those stories because I have always felt in my own business, in my own life, that I was kind of an odd duck. And when you feel isolated, you feel like you're the only one, it's really sometimes difficult to get momentum in the work that you're doing. So this podcast is dedicated to all of you odd ducks out there, um, or people who are just really sick of seeing the status quo. It doesn't always work for many of us, those of us who are in marginalized groups or who are not fitting this mold. And, and I feel like there's this great movement happening. So my, when I, the solo episodes are about ways that I have personally challenged the status quo or what it really means to be withable. And it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm tough all the time. It means that I'm scared shitless sometimes, and I'm nervous and I'm putting myself out there, but I do it anyway. And I think it's really important for people to hear that because I think there are so many of us who um, want to go left instead of right. But there's so much pressure from society, culture, your family to do things a certain way. So the guests that I've had on are so incredible and they're also telling stories of how they do whatever it is they do in their own unique and special way. They talk about their personal struggles. They talk about how this shows up in their, their work. Um, so I just get so fired up after each guest interview. So I'm so excited to share this with the world. Um, first couple episodes, you can go ahead and binge them today. But I have several queued up, ready to go. And I mean, the great thing about it is there are more stories than I have time with for. Sometimes it feels like I could do three seasons right now. And that's what's really exciting because I really do think that Many of us are here to make a huge impact and change the world, and I just want to continue to share stories, whether they're mine or others, of people who are doing that.
0: Yeah, I'm so excited that, well, first of all, I'm so excited about just the concept of your show, who you're speaking to, trying to you that you are creating a space for people who don't feel like they fit into that box. Um, I think that's so important. And I think podcasting in particular is a great space to do that and help people feel seen. So I'm really excited about the mission of your podcast. I'm excited to listen to your interview episodes and your solo episodes. I actually got a little sneak peek (laughs) of her introduction episode and I loved it. She has a very a natural voice. And definitely I could always see her as a podcaster, but then like hearing it all come together, it's been really great. And also I'm so glad that you took the time to really, I know it's been a, a, you know, a little bit of time, as you mentioned, um, but I'm glad that you took that time and really figured out like what it is that you wanted to share how you wanted this podcast to, yeah, just be in the world. I think that's so, so important. You know, it's not about just putting something out just to put it out. You know, you're really being intentional and you have a lot of um, integrity behind this podcast and the impact that you want to have. So I'm so excited to have it be out in the world. And we will definitely link to the Unfuckwithable podcast uh, in the show notes. And um, yeah, thank you for being here, uh, Jennifer. I, I love this conversation.
1: It's always great to talk to you, Kristen. You're just one of my favorite people. And I mean that sincerely. Uh-huh. <laughs> and thank, thank you so you. much for your help. Uh, she, she may not, listeners, you may not know this, but Kristen has been my podcast coach. She helped coach me to get to this point. And so a lot of the um, great episodes that you'll be hearing from me. I just want to say how grateful I am to help for her help in getting me there. Thank you so much, Kristen.
0: Ah, oh, thank you. You're gonna make me cry. So <laughs> we will hop off for now. And we'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of podcast and amplify. If you love the show, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And the best way to support this show is by sharing, rating, and reviewing the podcast. For those of you who leave a review, you'll get the chance to win a 30-minute strategy session or a mini audit of your existing podcast. Thanks for listening. And remember, your voice and what you have to offer is needed in the world. Until next week, take
1: care.